Welcome to the 15-Minute Classroom. I'm glad you're here. If this is your first time in the classroom, let me introduce myself. I'm Diane Kay, host of the 15-Minute Classroom podcast and owner of Next Steps, a collaborative coaching business. Here in the classroom, you'll find tools, strategies, and educational supports for your children 4 to 12 years of age as you seek to develop essential skills that your children need at home, at school, and in their relationships. In today's episode, number 17, you'll learn some basic tools to help your children manage disappointment. In fact, you may learn some tools that will help you too. So without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. Disappointments can come in many shapes and sizes. They can come when you least expect them, whether it's a rainy day, a meal that you'd like to eat, a party that's canceled, or not getting the grade you were hoping for. Disappointments can be tough. Living in this time, children are dealing with a lot of emotions that have come with losing the opportunity to participate in events activities and outings, ones that were planned and ones that they were looking forward to. As parents, we instinctively want to protect our children from disappointment and offer a solution that will alleviate their distress. While some parents want to provide a quick solution, others want their children to learn important lessons. A quick solution might be necessary when your son forgets his water bottle and you're already in the car, but it's not so easy to offer a quick solution to your daughter's disappointment that she won't be graduating from high school in the way she hoped and had so looked forward to. Yet, there are nuggets that come with disappointment and there are lessons to be learned for sure, and some children find it easier to cope than others. Disappointment can feel really bad, but that doesn't mean it needs to be avoided. It might be the type of disappointment that makes it harder, but experts in child development agree that the basic tools for managing disappointment are largely the same across age groups. So what are some basic tools for managing the disappointments our children, and for that matter, we all face? These basic tools are listen and validate, offer perspective, make a plan to manage disappointment, and demonstrate your confidence in their ability. Listen and validate. Listening begins by eliminating barriers. Barriers like the assumptions we can make as parents that our children should be able to handle a disappointment that they should be able to manage their feelings in healthy ways, and that they need to understand that this is life. If our children are to learn how to manage disappointment, it's going to take some support and specific skills. So how do we listen and validate? Whether it's an emotional outburst over a small incident or a quiet withdrawn look when he learns he can't play baseball this summer, 
our response provides an opportunity to listen and acknowledge his feelings. Sometimes just the act of remaining calm is enough to diffuse some of your child's feelings. Once a child feels heard, research tells us that this connection helps him recover faster. Listening and validating includes holding judgment about how a child should respond and acknowledging your child's disappointment. He'll feel heard and you may just gain greater insight into what part of the disappointment is hardest for him. Oftentimes, we filter what our children say through our adult lens. We can tend towards making quick judgments about what he is disappointed about. Instead, it's more helpful to emphasize that you hear your child and express your support. As they come to understand how they're feeling, they'll have a better chance of making sense out of what it is that's hard and then how they can find new ways to manage their feelings in healthy ways. Remember to listen and validate by acknowledging and naming the emotion. Another tool for managing disappointment is to put things in perspective. Disappointment is normal, though difficult. You can reassure your child that even though we don't know what the future holds, you're proud of her for dealing with the loss and opportunity to do something that was important to her. Once your child feels heard and has recovered from the dis disappointing event or moment, which can take longer for some children, but once the disappointment has lost most of its strength, you can help him hear another perspective. Our children don't have the same understanding of time that adults do. Saying, you know, I hear how it feels for you, like it's never going to end, and I agree that it can be really hard not knowing if school will go back in September. Children have not experienced living through many disappointments at the same time as adults have. Reviewing alternative ways to handle disappointment will take practice, but once he has learned some tools to return to a state of calm, he will more easily learn to think about a situation from another perspective. Although we don't know when or how things will change, we can offer reassurance that eventually our current situation will look different and there will be things to look forward to. And in the meantime, we can find activities to enjoy even if they look different. Reviewing alternative scenarios might sound like, Sarah, I hear you, you're right, you can't go to summer camp in person, but there are online camps that you can participate in and we can look into that together. Let's plan to take a look at it this Friday afternoon when we have some time together. Or, Evan, even though our family won't get to see Aunt Jen and Uncle Pete in June like we planned, we can write them some letters and plan to play an online game with them. Maybe we can talk about it at dinner one night this week and decide which game. Can you put that on a sticky note and attach it to the fridge so that we can remind each other? 
These two examples provide the opportunity to consider different scenarios, provide a plan as to when an alternate activity will happen, and offer perspective that there are things we can look forward to. Once you've listened and validated, offered perspective, now to make a plan to manage disappointment. Make a plan to manage disappointment. As a parent, we can't be there to soothe every emotion or fix every problem. We can, however, act as a guide to manage setbacks instead of just jumping in to fix everything. Learning how to process uncomfortable emotions plays an integral role in coping with disappointment. It takes time to develop these skills. You may choose to apply the 15-minute foundational strategy as you consider joining your child as he begins to think from another perspective and brainstorm different solutions or outcomes. To apply the 15-minute strategy, choose a point sometime in the next few days. Step 1. Stop. Consider what disappointment your child has or is dealing with that you'd like to join him in brainstorming different solutions, outcomes, or perspective. Step 2. Set the timer for 15 minutes. Step 3. Stay on task. Join him where you both can be relaxed. Step 4. Stick to the plan. Don't let yourself get deterred from your time together. And step five, celebrate. Take a moment to speak words of encouragement. I know disappointments can be hard, but you are really learning to handle this. It will go a long way to build confidence going forward when you express encouragement to your child. The following are a few questions that can help your child begin to think from another perspective and brainstorm different solutions sometimes with your help, or he may come up with solutions independently depending on the size of the problem or the size of the disappointment. Here are a few questions you can ask your child once he's named his feelings. You'll want to consider your child's age and stage of learning before you ask, but generally a child who's six and up can handle these questions with some support. What do you think might help right now? What would you like to happen? How can you make it happen? Do you need help with this? These questions help your child develop his own problem solving and by considering another perspective, he may come up with his own solutions. The final tool is to let your child know that you believe he can handle disappointment. When your child begins to understand that he does have some control over his environment, and that's important, especially now, it will make it easier for him to tolerate some of the uncertainty that can come with disappointment. With your encouragement, he can build the muscle of tolerating disappointment. Dr. Mel Levine from the Child Mind Institute says, I think that's the message that parents need to be aware of, which is some iteration of, I think you can handle this. 
I know it's really hard, but you got this. To summarize, disappointments come in many shapes and sizes. They come when you least expect them and they can be difficult to manage. In order to develop the muscle of tolerating disappointment, parents can help their children. Listen and validate, offer perspective, make a plan to manage disappointment, and demonstrate your confidence in their ability. Thanks for joining me across this online table today. I trust you find encouragement as you continue to build responsive relationships with your children this week. I can be reached at coachingnextsteps at gmail.com if you have specific questions or a topic you'd like considered for another episode. I look forward to meeting you here on the next episode of the 15-Minute Classroom.